to the American Outlaws podcast, brought to you by Corey Donahue and Corey Donahue. And only Corey Donahue. <laughs> What's up, Corey? Oh, I'm already out of breath. How's it going? Fantastic. Yeah, that was a good intro. You need to practice. Your, you're already out of breath. <laughs> I know. I'm sweating. <laughs> you're More sweating than usual. You're red. You're sweating. Don't look at me like that. You're seizuring. <laughs> I've been known to do all three, and you've seen me in way worse shape. You look like a scared little puppy dog. Why is that? Can you take me into your home? Yes. Give me a good home. Yep, I sure can. Feed me, walk me. Well, I can't promise that. <laughs> At least pet me. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got that. Plenty of those to go around. What's up, everybody? We're back. Hey, everybody. How are we feeling? Are we feeling a little bit better than the last time? I know we were bitching a lot last show. Yeah, we sure were. Got some angry emails. <laughs> Did you? No. <laughs> I didn't either. <laughs> no, I think by now it's just a lost cause with me. <laughs> Everybody's giving up. I gave up, to be fair, like 16 years ago. Fifth, yeah, I was going to say about when 15 years you? old. Yeah. We were probably 10. Yeah. I don't know. I gave up at 11. We were young and innocent and just full of love. And just didn't know any better. Well, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Creeps congregate. So <laughs> Yeah, so so we've we were uh, pretty down on things last time. And we have very little reason to be any more We don't have much more to go on. Upper this time. We won a game. We did win a game. Woo! Against <laughs> a B team of a team we should beat their A team every time at home. We still won. We sure you did. can't blame them for bringing those guys. We did get a goal called back, which should That's not have true. been called back. That's true. For I but what else how is how many new? times in a row that right. happened? What else is new? Not that. That's not new. That's happened before a lot of times. When? Oh, don't answer that. <laughs> okay, I'm just you saw joshing you. Saw how big the breath I was drawing in was. <laughs> Good thing you were out of it from that intro. <laughs> I know. I'm still recovering from that. But I'm a professional, and I'm going to pull it together. <laughs> I get paid for this podcast. Yeah, me too. That's why I'm going to wrangle us back in here on topic. So goddamn good. We can't be just putting out B-plus shit. We're bringing the A game. Yeah. They don't call Brunken Jürgen Brunken for nothing. Bringing his B-podcasters in here. Jürgen. He can't get us to play either. <laughs> I don't agree. I didn't really get it, but... <clears throat> don't so, worry about it. So what's up? Uh, you know, well, I've been working out. I noticed you guys didn't notice. Uh, <laughs> nope. Brunken even saw me our riding my bike home from the gym. Our listeners would notice before we noticed. <laughs> my increased uh, activity level or like energy level? Yeah. I sang that oh, at yeah. the start. Oh, Usually yeah. I'd just be crying in the corner. That's true. Yeah. That is true. But yeah, seriously, thanks for not noticing. And uh, I don't know, the trip to... I went to a uh, Florida game. We could start there. How know. was that? It was a lot of fun. How was your American Outlaws I mean, other experience than our, in Florida? Our uh, Tampa chapter president smashing my leg on a GD bar stool. That happens. You want to see my brute? I should show it to you. You can't fathom how disgustingly large We've it is. We've got plenty no, of time. This I'll put it up later, Corey. It's not internet let's, let's friendly. <laughs> Does it look... Better or worse than the rhinoceros that's tattooed on my leg? We're <laughs> about the same. Like, it looks like the rhinoceros if they spilled the ink while they were doing it. <laughs> and it went it wrapped around half your leg. It looked about like that. It, it was bad. It's bad. That's awesome. And now it's like this mustard orange. It's something. I Thanks, Tampa president Mike Fair. For, it was it was after the Nebraska. I mean, we just got done winning the game, so I was in good mood. Went nice. back to the chapter bar. Uh, Mickey Burns. Yeah, great time there. Everybody there had a good time. I would imagine. Thank you, Mickey Burns, for yeah. hosting us. Oh yeah, they were great, and uh, they. I, the night before party was great. Ireland rugby was on the World Cup. Oh, and nice. The, uh, the uh, owner is a is an Irish fella, and uh, so he was in rare form. I mean, I don't know him very well, so I don't know how rare it is, but I was gonna say. he was trash. <laughs> and during the game, he said, yeah, yeah. Or after the game, he says, yeah, come on over to the bar. We'll put the Nebraska football on. So I said, okay. Nice. So I go over there. We have this great comeback win. Skurs. Yeah, they smashed my leg. Kind of ruined my buzz. <laughs> Sounds pretty good. How was the stadium? 
How was how was the? Well, it rained really hard. Yeah, that was ugly. It was raining. It was cold in Miami. Uh, the tailgate was wet. There was uh, a lot of people, a lot of spirits. It was fun. It was real fun. Good. Loud. I've been to two Florida games this year. Those guys bring it, man. I'm telling you, it's it's fun, Woo. high energy, passionate. Yeah, oh, gotta love it. Got to love it. Good on you, Florida. Yeah, real good. Way to represent. There's a frog on the field for like that. 10, 15 minutes of the I game. Did see that? It was a huge frog. Did they show it on TV? No, he has his own Twitter page now. Ignore my voice, Craig. Does he really? Yes. Do we know it's a he? U.S. Soccer Frog. Did you have? I guess I can't say it was a he. Junk drug. But he does have his own Twitter page. Which is rather comical. Do you follow him? No. Or her? So clearly not that <laughs> comical. Not comical enough <laughs> to justify I'm just a button I'm just very selective. I'm just very... A button yeah. push is a little over the top. literally take me milliseconds of my time. <laughs> now is it... Have you read anything about, of it? Is it a funny guy or is it just a guy who goes around trolling and looking for pop culture and like just seizes the moment? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Good story. I didn't give it enough <laughs> to really read through it because I was trying to watch the next game, the Tuesday game. Yeah. So I didn't really check it out. But since Corey really wants to push this now, everybody check out U.S. Soccer Frog on Twitter. <laughs> you gotta check it out. You can't miss it. Yeah, you should hear his podcast. It's even better. <laughs> I, don't, I can't think of a joke on this. Well, it can't be guy. worse. No, no. Let's talk about the soccer team. Okay. <laughs> Uh, that sounds like a great Let's talk plan. about the guys that kick the ball on the TV. Sure. Uh, I don't know. I don't have any topics. <laughs> <for you guys. laughs> uh, let's see. The Guardian called Dempsey the USA's best player. Discuss. Yep. Yep. Next, Next topic. topic. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, how how bad is that, though, that, that we – there? I mean, there's no debate. It's just a man against boys on a national I could, team. I can debate it. Okay. It depends on how you define dangerous. Or they called him the best player and the most dangerous in the same article. It's a pretty good umbrella. Yeah. I would say most dangerous because he finishes the fucking ball. Right. Fucking net. The goal was However, gangster. It was gangster. Oh, yeah. It was, oh, yeah. It goal was gangster. straight on gangster. Yeah. Is that a thing? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was, I was straight on with The way it. the deuce does it? Oh, Fuck, yeah. That's hood. Sexy. You know it's a good goal for the deuce when he celebrates with that can bottle popping thing oh, yeah. that he does off his shoe? Oh, yeah. Is that what that is? It looks like it. I don't know. <laughs> we'll have to ask him. It's the same celebration he did in the Confederation Cup final when he scored, I believe. Yes, it was. Or was that the Spain game? I don't know. This isn't important. <laughs> I'm just talking to myself. We can edit this out, right? <laughs> nope. Nope. <sighs> All right. Uh, but I would I would argue that if you're talking most dangerous... Landon Donovan in a one-on-one situation I'd rather have on the ball. Yes. I think Donovan, uh, maybe not at this moment in time exactly, but in general I want him on the ball more than Dempsey. You can't really have a slow guy as your most dangerous. Right, Dempsey's So Dempsey doesn't really fa- He's not count. slow. No, he's not He's slow. not fast with the ball. He's quick with the ball. But you just if, if you think Landon Donovan, you think the counterattack against right. Algeria, you right. think about the counterattack against Brazil, against Mexico. You think about time. his three goals against Ecuador, his counterattack versus Mexico. Yeah, he's he's just running at. He's people. long long distance speed with the ball. I'll let Dempsey Donovan's play him the ball. Anybody. Yeah, but Donovan is the most dangerous. And the ball player. comes into the box. He went Dempsey on it, not Donovan in general. Right. Absolutely. All right. Well, we came to a conclusion on that. Sure. <clears throat> Moving on. I uh, just had to drag that carrot in front of your face a little bit. Yeah. You know I love Twinkie food. in front of your face a little <laughs> bit. Carrot. carrot was a stretch. Nobody's buying that. <laughs> that Twinkie, Twinkie filled with carrots. <laughs> I'm more of an oatmeal cream pie guy. But, uh, <laughs> He's not kidding. So, yeah. So, Jurgen Klinsmann uh, has made it obvious. I don't know if you noticed. That we can't score? Um. Yeah. Well, that's obvious also. Uh we could talk about how I think he has made good on us playing a little more positive, a little more possession. Uh, we still can't score. It comes down to what? Luck. You think so? There's get, a lot of it. We're getting a lot of fuck jobs. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I, I wanted to say. The look on your of, face. <laughs> I wanted to say. I don't know what I wanted to say, but. Uh, where, thing, here, thing, here's A underscore Isaza11 
pronounce that for Probably me? the easiest name on Twitter. <laughs> when are we ever going to see Agudelo and Altidore in the field at the same time? Ever again? Agudelo and Altidore on the field at the same time. Well, hopefully we just won't see Altidore in the field anymore. That'd help out. <sighs> I'm okay with that. <laughs> I don't know. I'll drink to that. All right, kid. I think uh, he's... I don't know what it is. Why he's playing so good for club and not country. I, I don't get it. Uh, working out with Dempsey translate. I don't know. But one thing Klinsman's bringing that I've noticed is when we bring the ball up the sides, we've got four or five guys in the box. For some reason, they can't can score for God knows why. But we do have a lot more options going forward, it seems like, most of the time. Yeah, we do, but we're it's not attacking. It's getting forward, but it's just that not. That is attacking. It's, what it's, isn't attacking? No, because that? we just sit there and still possess at midfield once everybody's made their runs and can't go any yeah, further. we don't have the guys that do those little unexpected things that I was I harping know. on like last Like Torres week. is what we need up there. Torres is just not big enough. He can't do it. He can't. Uh, he doesn't. Uh, maybe against if we we're playing like a midget team. Yeah. Sorry, little person team. I don't want to offend anybody. Short He's not stature. big enough. He gets knocked off the ball every time. He doesn't do anything. He's uh, good in theory. He's good on paper. Too bad he's not any taller than if you write his name on paper. <laughs> I like you. Him. So I you just want I hate him so much. So you've been watching Jurgen Klinsmann now for eight games, and all you want are really tall bruisers. Yes, is what you're saying. Yes, Germany, like Germany is in the team. final of every tournament. Why is that? I, we're Big gonna, dumb idiots. We'll ask, go in there and just throw people around. We'll ask John O'Brien that very question here in a few minutes. We should. Why Why are they? We should write that down. Are they better? Somebody write that down. <laughs> Do you have to have an Eric Crouch up there? Our good Bob Bradley did it with Mall Rats and Kenny Cooper. Our good friend Jack once said, a good big guy will beat a good little guy any day of the week in sports. Oh, and that's wrong. <laughs> Look how small Landon Donovan is. He's that's no true. bigger than Torres. How tall is Dempsey? Do you have any idea? Is he a big guy? Is he a he, tall drink of water? Dempsey? Yeah. He's like 7'4". <laughs> that's it? 7'4", 240. Like, you, said, you mean that's... Just, you mean 74 pounds. Cut. Right? <laughs> That's the, how big the statue of Nemsey is in my front yard. Yeah. That's just a schlong, am I right? Oh, singer. Good one. I tried to mic our high five. God, I'm just bringing D-plus jokes today. Yeah. Well, it's better than usual. Can we take a break? Usually F-plus. No. D-minus. No, no, no. So what do you think went wrong in the Ecuador game? Other than not scoring. I gotta place that. Or is that our biggest problem? What do you think about the back line? Uh, I listened to an interview with Alexi Lawless, and he makes a decent point. He makes a few decent points. I mean, really good points, and ones I want to bring up and pawn them off as my own. Okay. I've been thinking... Uh, <laughs> I've been thinking... <laughs> uh, he says, all right, if we're going to play this possession game... Alexi says... I'm right. not even going to pawn this off. Okay. Alexi says, if we're going to be playing a possession game... Everybody's going to blame the Ecuador game on Tim Ream, right? As I'm right. sure you're going to do because I like him. Sure. Uh, <laughs> Alexi says, if we're going to play this possession game, it doesn't matter if Tim Ream makes that little... He, he made that, He made a, a mistake of about a foot. Yeah. In, I mean, it was like in one one-hundredth of a second mistake. Unless the, right guy, on the guy. unless the guy he was well, supposed to mark was three feet away, then he made a three-foot mistake. Well, what I mean is he the guy beat him to the ball by this much. Right. Yeah. So... That's like a point well, zero 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 one second mistake, right? Unless it's a good ball in and a good finish. Yeah. Unless you're watching out on Tim Marine Unless you're it. watching the ball. Okay, he could have got in front of him, and then the ball goes over him, and we're all freaking out because why would you go in front of him? <laughs> that's the way it works. I think it's I understand a big mistake. That. If you're a foot away, that's no way he touches the ball. If you're a defender, he shouldn't. Well, he's right on there. I mean, the ball's it's a fifty. It's right in the middle of him. I mean, or it's. He can't block absolutely everything. What's your point? <laughs> okay, Alexi's point and my point are that... I understand players make mistakes. Okay. That's why it's a game. Alexi says that in a possession-based game, which is supposedly is what Jurgen is bringing, we don't care about those little mistakes that Tim Ream is going to make. We want him out there for, for the possession. We want him possession first, defending second, right. out of a center mid. It's like you're... Or out of a central defender. Not so much the Brazil of the last World Cup, but the couple before. Yeah, the good Brazils. Where we expect to win 4-2. to two. And we don't care about defensive right. mistakes. We care more about possessing the ball and 
Right. Do we agree with that? Do yeah, we, I'm cool with that. So you want Tim Ream out there now? Now that we're playing the sexy soccer. No, thing. are we agreeing that that's the point that he's making, or are we agreeing that that's the style of play that I want him to play? I'm asking, is that the style of play you want? Do you want a Tim Ream out no, there? No, absolutely not. You think defend first? I want 2007 Boca and Gooch in the middle, yeah, counterattacking Boca. football, <clears throat> kicking fucking people's asses. Gooch? Not looks... giving up goals, except for in the first 10 minutes. That's okay, because then we have plenty of time to come back. Corey, in the box, yes, defend first. <laughs> Possession later. <laughs> Two feet from the goal. Don't talk to me. Yeah. Talk to Alexi if it's going to be negative. <laughs> Uh-oh, sorry. Oh, I'm supposed to be doing a podcast. My thing's going off. Oh, nice. Uh, Good calendar update. <laughs> thanks. Uh, so you're disagreeing with Alexi. Is that what you're telling me? As a yeah, as a defender, yeah, yeah. I mean, the you need to defend first. Now, Justin's has to be a, a professional player. defender. <laughs> Justin, what did Tim do wrong on that play? Um, when someone's a foot away, you should like not even let him jump. Should I mean, guard you him. have your uh, arm on him. You have anything on him. If he's a foot away, there's no way that person touches the ball. I mean, if now you're going to remember the 2006 World Cup against Ghana when Gooch didn't let a guy jump and they get a penalty kick and we go out of a World Cup because of that. Yeah, but Gooch is one of these big bruisers that you're talking about. So we need to bruiser. fill the field with them <laughs> and just give away red cards. Is Gooch our best striker? Oh, shit, I got a calendar up. <laughs> do a podcast. Did you see Gooch go up front this game? I did. For that game? How good was, was he? He's great. Busting out moves. Who did he score? The, the last guy, he scored quite a few goals. Gooch is the man. He really is, and he's playing a lot better. We're now. singing this pretty. Oh my god, these games he was good. Justice put a question to us on Twitter too about uh, you know did we see the reemergence of Gooch last yeah. week? And I think he's back. Oh, we totally did. He yeah. looked so good those two games, and he's playing great for Sporting right now. Boca Negra had bad two games. He was out of position and slow, and ugh, I was not into it. Yeah, I don't. I don't he like was indecisive. this. I don't like this whole Rangers takeover that the U.S. Yeah. is doing. Fucking Scottish League is garbage. It's so bad. You, you have it? two good games a year against Celtic. Yeah, and, that's and those it. are and, and big games like that are just scrap fest. Yeah, like, like there's nothing quality. Sure, about today them. they played Liverpool in Champions League, but you don't you don't Rangers get that. did. Is that right? Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna go watch that. Don't tell me what happened. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, Corey. Hey, can we just cancel this pod? Peace. And I'm gonna go watch it. All right. Cool. Uh, yeah. Have a good night and uh, later. No. Uh, but it? no, they can't just go. It's it's like. Uh, you know, people give the MLS shit for calling it a retirement ground. I yeah. would way rather have them playing the MLS than at Rangers right now. I see quality of play wise, I would agree with you that I think MLS is better than Scottish Premier League, and you know everybody in England, blah blah blah, will argue that. But I've seen both, and I think the or the MLS is a higher quality league. However, the pressure of playing in Scotland, yeah, is so much higher, and it's yeah, so Boca's, much of soccer is mental. Boca's been playing at Lyon, right? You yeah, know, keep that level up. And keep that level up. Exactly. I don't think he needs to go down to Rangers. I, I say that's a huge. Maybe go play down. in Seattle. Send him to Seattle where they get sixty four thousand in a game. There you go. Did you see they were in the top? But Bedoya too. I mean, Bedoya's coming up. He's never played in those situations. Coming from Arebro. Where's so he, hopefully he's, he's at Rangers. Now, he's right? at Rangers. So's he do still. Yeah. And he didn't look very good either. These games. I've never been that big on. Michael Morris. Bradley came in and he's just quarterbacked it again. Yeah, Bradley. Okay, that's my that was my next question. Klinsman has made a, a point that if you're not playing for your Nash or for your club team, you're not playing in this team. He sits Bradley, who was the first name on the sheet for the last you know three right. or four years, not because hasn't was, missed a minute, right? Not because it was his dad, because he was one of our best players, and now he, he's not starting. I mean, part of that I'm guessing is because he's trying to get settled with his team, but. Do you who, think who even, the other guys? Jermaine Jones isn't starting, so he's not getting called in. Right. Uh, I don't. There's more. I can't think of them right now. But it's. It. I don't know how I feel about that. If they're our best players, are our best players. I mean, does it matter that much? I think from a mental perspective, uh, if you're not getting time for your club team and you're sitting in somewhere in Europe, and you come back, you're that much more raring to go for your U.S. team that you're yeah, going to play that much better. It seems like that's the way it goes a lot of the time. Like the way our MLS players at World Cups are usually our Just best like, players. How can you call in to Marcus Beasley, even if he is playing? Oh, my God. Don't get me started on the <laughs> Oh, my God. Does, did he do anything in any of these games to say, oh, that's something we haven't seen him do a trillion times before. Oh, maybe he's good. 
No. no. Why does he keep getting called in? We've seen him 30 trillion times. I have no clue. Get a new guy out there. Let's get Johnny on the phone. We'll ask John him. Who? We'll ask him. John O'Brien? Yeah, our next guest, uh, a little guy that you might remember from the U.S. Men's National Team. He also goes by legend, the man, John O'Brien. Some say that he is the best U.S. player to ever kick a soccer ball. And he could be. Talented. We're going to ask him that here in a second. What a talented fellow. You're listening to the American Outlaws Podcast. And we are back. Welcome back to us. <laughs> that didn't sound like opening. It sounded like closing. Unfortunately, <laughs> Mr. J-O-B, John O'Brien, has a prior engagement conflict and is unable to join right now. He might still call in uh, before the end of the show, but uh, we will have to wait and see. But the good news. The good news. Is that we're going to switch to a little segment that Corey likes to call. Do I fill it in here? <laughs> yeah, this is why you're supposed to All jump right. in with something awesome. It's called Who's, Who Said It? Oh, you really do have something. I really do. Oh, oh I thought you were kidding. <laughs> All right. I told you guys I got a special segment uh, that I thought of in five minutes last night that I directly oh. stole from Comedy Death Ray. So uh, if you guys... <laughs> We'll just promote show? more shows no, you play rather than ours. <laughs> you guys want to play a little game? <laughs> yeah, let's play. Might as well, right? Yeah, what else we got to do? All right. Do this, this game's called Who Said It? Uh, nice. I'm going to rip some quotes. Look how happy he is. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I'm excited. I was coming to that happy. Okay. All right. I'm going to throw out a quote, and uh, each one's worth one point, and I'm going to alternate. And, uh, There's a scoring system? Okay. All right. I just thought of that. Okay. And uh, you got to tell me who said it. It's pretty okay. simple, right? All right. All right. First quote. Zach, they start easy and they get harder. Okay. Okay, Zach, first quote. <clears throat> Friedel, save! Rebound goes wide! <laughs> who said so it? So easy. Mr. I got fired from doing soccer. And then got hired on to do the Little League World Series as my last job with ESPN, Jack Edwards. Correct. Yeah. Ding, 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 ding. All right. Very nice. One of my favorite quotes of all time. All right. One point for Zach. Justin. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, God. Me too. I like how you have to act all these out. I thought you did this all professional <laughs> with, like, sound bites. I should have. No. <laughs> no. I, if I would have put a little, few more minutes in. Literally, okay, Justin. Literally s- one more minute of Googling. To tie the score. I could probably do it while I <laughs> yeah. ask the question. Justin, to tie the score, here's the quote. Who said it? And for my third no-look pass in the first ten minutes, this one goes out to my boys in Nagadocious. Oh, my God. This is Who said it? The Deuce. Clint Dempsey. Correct. Woo! One to one. We have stuck to quite a, a new low. <laughs> Got quite a game on our hands. Holy shit. All right. <laughs> Zach, for the lead, who said it? Wait. The, no. Just shut up. Gonna shut be, up. Are just these going to be actual quotes, or are you just going to throw in their home city at the end and <laughs> act like yeah. they said it? Shut up. All right. <laughs> <laughs> who said it? All right, Zach, who said it? For the lead. Damn it. How did I get paired up with John Harks? He is the fucking worst. Who said it? <laughs> um, I'm going to go with Bruce Arena when he was commentating for the Wizards. Incorrect. <laughs> Answer was Wynalda's girlfriend. <laughs> Brunken for the lead. Okay. <laughs> Who said That's it? That's a good one. Yeah, that's a really good one. <clears throat> Brunken for the lead. Who said it? Oh, say can you um Who said it? By the way, in German that means I don't know the words. Who said it? 
Who is Jurgen? Incorrect. Half of our starting lineup was the correct answer. <laughs> Half of our starting lineup. Sorry. Francis Scott Klinsman. <laughs> Zach, next question. Oh, I, I already forgot the score. It's one to one. <laughs> one to one. It's a barn burner. I mean, those were pretty tough to get. Now I know where you're going. I think I can get right. this yeah, one. All right, Zach. All right. Who said it? All right. God, we look like shit without me out there these last two games. Just wait till I'm fit again, and I'll get this offense going. Who said it? The president, not only a president, but a user of Hair Club for Men, Landon Donovan. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. That's incorrect. It was Marcelo Balboa. Gosh! <laughs> dang it! Really wants to get back out there. His life of cocaine is just not treating him the way no, he No, definitely not. <laughs> Good try, though. He close. probably doesn't have time to put his cell phone down to get on the field. <laughs> That's a fact. <laughs> Dick. All right, Brunken. Last question. This one's for the win. We're tied at one. <clears throat> Who said it, Justin? I didn't, know, I didn't know that was do or die there for me. <laughs> yeah, should have told you. What do I win? Um, I hadn't thought that far. <laughs> what? <laughs> Once again, this is the worst game I've ever what? heard. <laughs> All right. All right. I'll uh, let you look at my bruise. <laughs> oh, fantastic! All right, Justin. Who said it? Thank God for this Allstate commercial. Now I'm set for life. Shit! Shit! Fuck! 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 <laughs> Who said it? <laughs> I mean, the easy answer. If he misses, is do I? <laughs> if he if he misses it, do I get a chance yeah, to steal it? This is yeah. the last one. Okay, yeah. Justin, who said it? Your time's ticking away. I mean, the easy answer is, uh, you know, Timmy Tourette's. But Incorrect. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Incorrect. It was the white guy that played Tim Howard's voice in the Allstate <laughs> commercial? Oh, I'm sorry. It's also incorrect. Oh, what? Uh, the correct answer was mayhem as he was falling off a ladder. <laughs> the guy from the Allstate commercials. What? Oh, my God. And that's, uh, oh, and that's a little that's how we segment we like to who call. Said who said it? Thanks, Comedy Death Ray, for that. Holy <laughs> shit. Thought you guys might like that. Uh, I wish I had some music to put on right now. But I don't know what to say. I mean, what else can you do when our guest doesn't uh, wow. you know, call I know. in? A guest doesn't call in. you got to fill have, the time somehow. If we have any hopes of, of making tens of dollars off this podcast someday, <laughs> we need to make lost. sure that we don't have scheduling <laughs> conflicts. <laughs> because this has dropped faster than Corey's balls when he was nine. Or mayhem off a ladder. Oh, my God. <laughs> don't remind me <laughs> of the worst comedic experience of my <clears throat> entire life. Hey. We lived through it. That's all I can say about it. <laughs> At least one of those was funny. No, one of them was. The one just, all his girlfriend. I just don't want to relive it. That was really fucking <laughs> yeah. good. Really good. Let's move on. All right, yeah. Upcoming. God, please. Euro trip 2011. Francais. I can't wait. Les bleu. Zach and I took four years of French in high school. Awesome. Always wanted to use it. I've never been to a French speaking country before, I don't believe. What? Right? Oh, yeah, because you wouldn't leave Germany the entire month That's we right. lived there. That's right. Noob. Yeah, <laughs> I need to bone up on it. I got to, by that I mean good up on it, you know? I yeah. Get bone at French again. <laughs> I'd love to go to that game, cause, mostly because I hate the French team. Absolutely. It'd be awesome to go to. And that Stade de France is fucking nice, too. Is it? Where is that in Paris? Just outside of Paris. Nice. Yeah, it's amazing. I really don't have a big desire to go to Paris. I'd like to go to like Marseille or some something. Yeah, you would. Something more emo. Yeah, a little, something more your style. I want to go cry at something a little creepier. Go to Normandy, you know. Really live it. Hmm. That'd be sick. Interesting. Yeah, get out and get out and see the countryside. Do Take some it wine all in. Tasting. Hell yeah. Get rent some bikes. <laughs> do some wine tasting. Get scoffed at for being American. Tour around. I'd love it. <laughs> I think it'd be fun. Say Casca tu fais a bunch, <laughs> then and then uh, hop on a train, go to Slovenia. Does Slovenia have trains? I don't Hell know. yeah, that'd be sick. Slovenia is beautiful. Is I would like to go. Mountainous, right? Yes, that'd be sick. Would be awesome. Um, but alas, what do you think? What do you think about uh, Grant Wall put something on Twitter today after this Euro trip and in Klinsman's first seven games? Will we have more than one win? 
out of seven. I don't see us winning either of those games. I don't either. I don't think we have a chance. Oh, we have a chance to tie. I don't think we win either of them. What's your guess? If we on do. The, I'm going to be. A what's your guess on mass. the lineup? November. When's it? When's the MLS Cup final? Twentieth. Twentieth. Uh, Shit. Like right there. So it's going to be all European-based players and Mexican players. Yeah, it probably was anyway, but yeah, I would imagine. Unless the season was over. Let's see. We we could run down our last game and see who we're going to keep. Howard and goal, obviously. Trendolo, Anyewu, Bocanegra, Chandler. What do you think about Chandler at right back rather than I like him back? at the right back. You don't like him at left back? No. As a stopgap? Mm, no. He did good. He does better than anybody else we got. Well, yeah, there. we've never had a... A left back. God, uh, Toronto looked bad. It'd be cool to have a guy with a left foot play the left back out of a country the size of the United <laughs> States you know of fucking America. <laughs> what a novel idea. Left footed left back. What would happen if we started a guy with a left foot on the left side? No, but seriously. Okay. No, Chandler, seriously. Chandler's super good. <laughs> let's let's say we agree on that. No, I, I do agree. Super good at right back, right? Okay, he's average at left back. Whereas we have no one who's even close to average that plays left back. Do no we take close. him and put him at left back and take average and then keep Chandler turning back the years at right back, or do we put Chandler a very very good no, you player to, at right back and then just you keep Chandler or a C minus at left back? Keep Chandler on the right. I still think Boca can play the left back. Yeah. I still think Boca. And then Reem and Anu in the middle. Or, Maybe uh, not Reem. Uh, what's his name? Clarence uh, Goodson. I think Goodson no, and Gooch are great together. What's the guy's name at LA Galaxy? I'm blanking. Omar Gonzalez. Gonzalez. Yeah, he's why amazing. Why don't we put his ass in there? He's got a w- title to win. Yeah, that's true. Well, not for this game, but I'm thinking after that. Yeah, Camp sure. Cupcake. I'm down with that. Camp Cupcake. Center back. Yeah, yeah. Camp Cup. Camp Cupcake's perfect for He's him. a big guy, right? Yeah. We need those big monsters oh, out there. Oh, gosh. You are. <laughs> just something. You're just mad at me because that oh, you were talking so funny. <laughs> oh, you were talking about the team. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay, so that's the back four. Yeah, I'm down Midfield, with that. Beckerman, Williams, Edu, Shea. That's a oh, weak God. central. Ugh. I thought, uh, I thought uh, Williams played okay. Wasn't I like great. Danny Williams. Yeah, I think he's all right. Wasn't great. Wasn't too bad. Yeah. It was like pretty much a debut, wasn't it? Or those two games were a debut. Those two games, yeah. He was pretty good for... I how old is he? He's a young guy, right? For never playing with any Rocky, of the guys from the team. For me? What? For never playing with any of the guys from the team. Yeah. And not speaking the language and never been to the U.S. Right. For never... <laughs> wasn't yes. this his second time ever here, I think? First. Was it? Yeah. Oh, my God. Unless he came to <laughs> get naturalized. Yeah, but yeah, then uh, Edu has been not so hot. I don't think, but I, I think rather than that four. Yeah, but if Bradley gets a couple kind of minutes, Bradley, Orlando, Donovan in there. If Bradley gets a couple minutes in Italy before these games come up, we'll have Bradley. Well, he's starting. To, he's starting now, isn't he? Or he's yeah. getting minutes now. Yeah, he's getting minutes. So, and I don't think. Oh, okay, he's twenty-two years old. It's yes. young enough. Everybody yeah. tells me Breck Shea, oh, he's so young, he's so young. He's, you know, 23? He's, yeah, 21 maybe. 21. Either way, he's in his 20s. He's not super young. He should be peaking in the next few years easily. Yeah. If not starting if now. If not now. But, I mean, Williams' first two games with the team, he doesn't, you know. Here's the good thing. I've, good. I've, I've ripped a lot of shit on Breck Shea. Here, I will concede one thing. He does get better every game he plays. I'll give him that. I'll give him that he that he sets in. He, he looks a little bit more comfortable. Yeah, he looks like he wants to be better. He's this trying stuff, hard. The, the ridiculous stuff that he tries, like, I'm okay with that. I'm, I'm fine with that because nobody else so out there somebody but to do it. does it. Yeah. Right. And it's getting closer. Yeah. So I'll, I'll, I'll wait it out. I mean, I, I'm still not sold on him, but I'll wait it out. I just don't know how many years we can wait on him. You know what I think? Yeah, I agree with I mean, you people are saying he's like the second coming and all this MVP. I don't think that, but he's going to be he's going to be a creative player, and when we need really creative I, players, in the way it's going, I think it's working fine. And we got Jurgen there to encourage his creativity, which is exactly be nice. exactly. I don't know. I, I think Beckerman uh, his passing hasn't been good, and it'll take him time to adjust the speed. But his closing down. I mean, Ecuador didn't have a chance at goal. Mm-hmm. They had that. They scored on their only chance. Only but, chance. Uh, maybe they had two or three, but but he did a really good job closing down and. We got if if we had him in there instead of Edu, I'm not a big Edu fan at the moment. And then Donovan, assuming he's healthy again, uh, centrally or out wide, 
Yeah, um, but he won't be there for these games. Bradley starting. Yeah, Donovan won't probably. Unless they'll be Galaxy unless blows it, which yeah. they probably will. But can, we, can I just say pretty solid? Altador will obviously start up top with the minutes he's putting in and AZ. Nagodel will come in eventually. Altador and Dempsey up there. Although probably. they were less than amazing. Like uh, they, I wish we could They don't I wish we didn't rely on these old guys so much because I would love to put Donovan up top or let him go somewhere else, but he has to be in the middle. He has to have the ball. Yeah. Dempsey and Agudelo up top, I think, would be a little more, I don't know. It, they seem to gel a little more than him and Alta, than Dempsey and Altador. I'm excited for the Euro trip, though. We're going to play two good teams away. Oh, I fucking hate France. Ugh. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> Make me sick. Let me ask you Bunch this. Overpaid dude How man. would you feel if you had the opportunity to fly to those games with 300 of your closest friends and supporters on the same plane? Oh, my God. That would be unbelievable. Did I just blow your mind? (laughs) Are we doing an infomercial again? Well, because that's what we're doing for the 2014 World Cup in Brazil. Are you kidding me? Are you telling me? If you order now, (laughs) you can save your spot. (laughs) And get a nice discount. Am I right on that? Yes, you are, Corey. We don't know how much. (laughs) We can tell you that later. (laughs) We don't know how much of a discount yet. I mean, you can't really order now. But it's coming (laughs) soon. Right. But coming soon. The fucking tournament's three years away. Yeah, like, right. <laughs> who are we? Every I've said this before. Every every World Cup comes and goes, and right Not after, for I'm us. Like, I got to go to the next one. I got to go to the next one. Well, I might be married and have kids by then, but every <laughs> World Cup comes and goes. I'm just a little fatter. Is the only difference, <laughs> and I'm celebrating a birthday that's four years later <laughs> every less, June. A little less funny. A little more awkward. <laughs> Everyone, a little creepier. Oh, let me just glug a minute here. <laughs> oh yeah, no, but no, that's, that's gonna be sick. Seriously, I'm trying to think of a supporters group ever charters a flight anywhere. I can't think of anyone that I've ever heard of. Oh, that, maybe I mean, they, they do done it packages in Europe, but that's you know that's a company putting together packages. Yeah, like supporters. Your your one hour flight from right from Manchester to Rome, right. Does not count like the U.S. to Rio, and then from Rio to wherever we play and back. You know we can customize our meals on that trip. You know what I'm getting? Bud Light, chicken parmigiana, brother. (laughs) Oh my god, he's already thought (laughs) three years away. This is why you're not getting married and not having kids in the next three years. Fair enough. Because of that comment. (laughs) Fair enough. (laughs) Damn it. Oh, it's gonna be sick. We Exciting got a lot time of, zone. Uh, so stay tuned to the AmericanAllies.com. Get your finances in order. Start putting a hundred bucks away a paycheck. Yeah. And then you have way more money to spend than you would think. I would agree. That's what I do. Every How much four did you years. say to put away? Hundred bucks. Even right, that's, my... no, I'm telling you, that's like a year and you're good. It depends on a couple where you paychecks want to go. a month. Depends on your payment cycle, you know. Oh, a paycheck. Check with a HR. Paycheck. I was thinking a month. Yeah, yeah, you're good. Check with HR. Oh, you're more than good if you do that much every paycheck. This is what I'm saying. Yep. Oh god, and then after the tournament, you come home and you could buy yourself one of those new iPhones. Yeah, or just buy yourself a wife whatever. while you're down there. Yeah. You're a kid, you know. Is there some Corey? cocaine. Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, I was thinking we could just take the guns <laughs> with us down there, bring the drugs back. God, we could buy the whole plane that we wouldn't even have to get off the plane. We, we wouldn't just... have to come back. That's for sure. God, that'd be all right. Right near the beach, boy. We'd have to come back to sell the drugs, but then we could have already sold the plane and then just hop back on it and head back down. Also, reload, my brother. Mr. Justice That's also mentioned something nice today that Guatemala has already qu- clinched their group spot. That is correct, sir. So Antigua and. Haiti. Haiti are the only have a play-in game. Correct. So it'll be to get Jamaica, into the group. Guatemala. So we're either yeah, but we're talking about away games, right? It's either Jamaica or we're really pulling for Antigua because we'd rather go to Antigua for sure. No, no, no. You're wrong on that. Jamaica's already in. Right. Guatemala's all, Guatemala. Yeah, but we don't necessarily want to to go to Jamaica. Oh, it's you're not saying as cool. a trip for for yeah. fans. We want Antigua to beat Haiti so that we can all go to Antigua oh, for the game. So sick. Fucking amazing. Oh. That'd be those would be three great trips. So keep your eyes open for that. Yeah, for when, sure. Does anyone know when, how that's a uh, when Antigua or Haiti? When I don't know play? when those games are, but I know Fucking, it's 
a two-game series. We'll get Brunken on that. Brunken's on it. But the good news is we are joined by the legend, the J-O-B, Mr. John O'Brien himself. John, how are you? Doing good. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. What's up in uh, John O'Brien's world right now? Just finished playing a little pickup soccer. I'm still uh, hanging out outside in beautiful Los Angeles weather. Nice. And, um, yeah, finishing up school. Just finishing my bachelor's, and I'm trying to get a little soccer program going here. In LA, it's kind of the main stuff. Nice. What's all entailed with the uh, soccer program that you're starting? Um, so I volunteered a few a few years back with an organization called Soccer Without Borders and got to travel um, to a few places in Central America and um, and in Oakland as well. I helped them uh, run some soccer programs. And so in the states, they kind of work with uh, refugee youth usually, but provide provide uh, soccer programs and. Like good all-round team experiences. So, trying to get that going in LA. Organizing a fundraiser for later this year and uh, second camp around Christmas time for uh, refugee population here. Nice. Hey, I I just want to go back to you uh, playing soccer tonight. Do you enjoy just dominating in real life? Like, what's it like being out amongst us like scrubs after being uh, with uh, you know in, in Amsterdam and playing for the U.S. team? Do you do you just kill everybody or how's that work? <laughs> Uh, well, I'm not as fit as I used to be, so um, if you get someone who's really fit and, and running around a bunch, then uh, I'm going to have a tough time, but yeah, the pace is kind of slow. That's me. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can usually, uh, usually outclass some of the people in the park. Nice. Speaking of fit, how was Kyle Martino's uh, bachelor party? We had, to de- we had to delay having you on our podcast for a while because you were at Kyle Martino's bachelor party. Can you describe the scene there? How was that? You want me to describe the scene of the bachelor's party? Yeah. Kyle Martino has been on our show a few times. And uh... and by describe the scene, he means give us the dirt. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, first off, Kyle was uh, very hospitable. He, um, <laughs> he helped us all provide a good time for himself. So, so that was great. He was definitely like leading the charge a lot of the nights. And, um, yeah, we had a great, uh, great group of guys. We were down in, in Charleston, South Carolina on the beach. Nice. And um, just just doing some sports and um, yeah, some beer drinking, kind of. That was that was mostly the weekend. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> well, I I, uh, I always tell people that I became a diehard U.S. fan after your goal against Portugal in 2002. Uh, I'll never forget that goal. I did a backflip, and I've never done one before, and I have never done one since. So, can you kind of? walk us through that tournament and what you remember from that tournament, kind of just key moments that, that you keep with you? Um, yeah, I feel like telling the story in reverse. Okay. <laughs> so I, I remember a key moment, like, on the bus after we'd lost and we kind of uh, we had some Frank Sinatra playing. I did it <laughs> my way. And everyone was in the bus. Uh, you might have seen this on the DVD. It kind of... Uh, Came out, everyone was on the bus singing together, and uh, I don't know, I felt like that, just that kind of, uh, you know, that nice team experience we had for that tournament, so that's kind of how it finished, and it was a bittersweet finish, obviously, we did really well, but um, could have could have maybe done better against Germany. Um, yeah, and then the meat of the tournament was a blur for me, honestly, it was one game to the next, slugging it out, I mean, Korea was a really tough game. Yeah. Mexico was really tough, um, yeah, and, and Poland whipped up on us. <laughs> that was pretty tough. That was pretty tough too. 
and then taking it all the way back to the start of the tournament. Um, I remember it's Portugal it being about, I want to say about 22 minutes in. I looked up at the scoreboard, and this is after coming in a buzz and everything. I looked up the scoreboard 22 minutes in, and we were up 3-0, and I was going, oh, my God, that's still a lot of games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I think that's uh, what, uh, you know, as a, as a supporters group in the American Allies, I, I think that's, uh, you know, what every fan thinks, too. It's like the no safe lead, which is complete bullshit. But still, to be up 3-0 on the number one team in the world after 22 minutes is incredible. Yeah, yeah, it was. And for me, like, you know, when I remember, I remember a lot of plays actually from before the first five minutes when I scored, all these just little things where it felt like Portugal was a little bit off. And we were kind of able to gain a gain a grip, and then um, yeah, I had that that corner kick, and I remember the guy was guarding me, and he kind of watched the ball, so I just figured I'd kind of sneak around to the second post, and he didn't follow me, and little would you know, bounces right right in front of me, and all I was thinking was like, okay, just be calm, man, just stroke it and stroke it in, <laughs> and yeah, that was it, just knocked it in. It's awesome. God, felt good. <laughs> you you mentioned the the camaraderie and and uh, the team aspect of that 2002 team. Do you get a chance anymore to, to speak with current players that that might be in the locker room now under this what I would call kind of a transition phase? You know, in between World Cups, do you think that locker room is is together? Have you have you heard any rumblings? Is there anything from a supporter section that you could give us? Um, I'm not really that much on the inside with this team, so I can't speak from that. Um, I think you always have, you know, results, good results help the team spirit. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's something that, uh, that that we could use probably. Um, I'm curious right now, you know, with the shift and with Clemson, um, kind of trying to play a different style of soccer, as he says. I think that's a great, great move for U.S. soccer, and I hope we can pull it off. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's going to be tough to really try to pass like we're trying to do um, against good teams. I think that's. I mean, that's something we've always struggled with, really keeping the ball and moving it well against the best team. So, yeah, that'll be a true test. Yeah, you mentioned Klinsman. Is that a coach that you would have liked to play for? Uh, would you, would you uh, or do you kind of prefer the Bob Bradley, like, military-type mentality? <laughs> I guess that's what I would like and what I think would be good for me. <laughs> Two different things. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I love... Bob's kind of uh, passion for it and his his, his, yeah, his detail, very detail oriented. And I feel like uh, during my career, I learned a lot from from coaches who were like that. And actually, I learned a lot from players, coaches like that, who were maybe not head coaches, like assistant coaches, who were detail oriented. Um, there's some beauty to like the, just the nuts and the bolts of the game, which he tries to get down to. Um, I mean, granted, I don't I don't know Clinton too well, so. What I get from him is he's very much about uh, creating a good atmosphere in the team, mm-hmm. yeah. And uh, yeah, kind of trying to be positive, and that's all I kind of know. So okay, you mentioned assistant coaches. Uh, did you, uh, our current assistant coach? Because one thing we learned about Jurgen is that his assistant coach is as important as anything to his success. Like he had Yogi Low uh, at Germany, and a lot of people, you know, credited Yogi Low with with a lot of their success and. Now he's got uh, Martin Vasquez, who I believe you played with or you played under at Chivas USA. What do and I know very little about him, uh, and I'm assuming a lot of U.S. fans do. Do you have any insight that you can give us into Martin Vasquez and what what we can expect from him? What it, what's he like as a coach? Um, no, as a person, he was uh, very calm. <laughs> he's a very calm, collected, collected man. Um, I don't have that much. I mean, for Chivas, I trained with him for a bit. I didn't play too many games, and we okay. didn't have too many interactions. So, yeah, some of this insider stuff you guys are asking for, <laughs> I don't have all the goods, man, unfortunately. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Uh, so, all right, you got through the 2002 World Cup, and you made the 2016, but you were injured at the time. I think you got in for a little in the first game, if I remember right. And then, uh, you know, you battled with injuries a lot and had to retire a little bit early. Can you kind of fill U.S. fans in on what you've been doing since then and how how everything's been for you lately? Yeah, well, I think one thing is, like, when I stopped playing, um, so I had my contract finished at the end of the year, I wasn't fit. Chivas offered, offered me another deal. Um, 
and I was just still injured, and I was like, I don't know if I'm going to get fit. I'm going to try. Trained for a while, and then I got injured while I was doing some rehab, and then I kind of fizzled off. I don't know. I guess at that time I wasn't. I just kind of wanted to, I don't know, I didn't want to make some official announcement or something like that. It didn't feel very important to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess that's where I was at in that, just to describe kind of that space. And then I started kind of enjoying doing other things, and that took a life of its own. I did, did some stuff with club orders, so did some coaching and traveled a bit, and then uh, started going to school. And, uh, yeah, right now I'm finishing up my bachelor's degree. Nice. What are you uh, studying? Uh, major in psychology. I was thinking of trying to s- study some more like sports psychology, sports sociology, um, while I kind of do other stuff. Can you can you give us any insight into like what Balotelli is thinking all the time? That guy's a <laughs> psycho. <laughs> insight into what Kyle Martino was thinking? No, sorry, Mario Balotelli, that guy from Italy that's psychotic and like has temper tantrums all the time. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, plays for that city, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you, you you want me to give you more in, more insight? Yeah, yeah. Give us like a half. Give me give me like a thirty minute rundown of what he's thinking all the time. Would you? <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I left this ball in the, in my other pair of pants. So I don't, I don't have that for you, but um, I think I think that's it's common in sports. You know, um, you kind of have to have some sort of protective barrier around you in order to do well because you have a lot of people criticizing you. Yeah, um, and so sometimes people can kind of not manage that well um, and blow up and and kind of be more yeah be be a problem for the team or for the coach or for themselves you know kind of get in their own way sometimes. But John, I think that's an interesting thing with sports. Yeah, yeah definitely. And, and John, I wanted to ask you, you know, coming out and and becoming a professional at such a young age, how did you find that balance in your life to to you know go to live overseas? And kind of grow up, you know, maybe before most American children would. Um, can you kind of talk us through through the the, the, the tug and pull from from that aspect? Um, how you keep some balance? What kind of balance are you talking about? <laughs> what, what balance? I guess just balance in in your daily life. Like, do you think that you became a professional too early? Too early? No, I don't, I don't think so. Um, I think. Uh, I mean, I think that's the way it is, you know, mm-hmm. uh, uh, getting, I mean, really experienced a professional environment when I went there at, at age 16 and a lot of the players I was playing with had been in it pretty seriously for like three or four years before that. Um, sure. I think I probably would have personally got burned out if I was 12, 13 and still kind of playing organized with that intense. Um, I think it was good for me to kind of go at a little bit more of an older age when I was more focused on like, hey, I want to play pro, and it's right there, and I can do this kind of thing. Right. Um, yeah. When I was over there, what happened? Yeah, just try to lead a normal life, you know. Uh, doing some school for a bit, and then when I started playing full time, like on the first team, um, yeah, you just kind of like chill out, man. Pro life's weird. You have a lot of afternoon free time to kind of hang out, read books, or go to movies or whatever. Yeah. Do you, do you see anything that obvious that the U.S. youth system is doing that they should improve on? Because, I mean, Ajax is, is renowned for its youth development, and uh, you were lucky enough to blaze a trail for a lot of young Americans going to Europe. Do you see anything obvious that, that our youth system over here is doing that's, uh, that should be changed? Um, a common thing I hear is that there's a lot of focus on athleticism and not on skill at a young age. Um, mm-hmm. And I recognize that in Holland, they really focus. You know, it's all about skill and just developing control of the ball and they're able to pass it around well. Um, and then when you get older, naturally you become more athletic and you work on strength and speed and stuff like that. That's kind of a common thing that's out there. Um, like I haven't been working in with with U.S. soccer or anything like that, so I don't know the whole details. Like once again, I don't know the inside details of that. But, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. Nice. Well, we're going to leave you with one final question. What's your What's your best? Since you know, obviously, we're coming from a supporters mentality. What's What's your favorite moment from professional soccer or with the U.S. national side with with any sort of supporters group or experience? Um, 
And, and feel free to say that it was meeting me at the L.A. tailgate. That, that's fine. <laughs> you want this to be U.S.? I was just thinking of a time in Holland. Was no, it that's, U.S.? No, that's fine. Either, Either way. way. Um, well, in Holland one time I got to go with the supporters. Uh, I was injured like I often was, and I got to go with the supporters to an away game in Arnhem. And um, the game was like at 1230, so we ended up having to leave our home stadium at like 930. Mm. And that was that was a trip, man, to, to just be with people for an hour and a half on the bus ride over there and see how into it they were for some days. And, and just to notice uh, the change that, that kind of went through as we got closer to the stadium, <laughs> uh, intensity and maybe yeah, craziness yeah, that right. came out with some of the, some of the fans. Right. That's cool. Yeah. Well, well, let us offer you officially a seat on our charter plane to Brazil for the World Cup. <laughs> We'd like to uh, one-up those guys, if that's at all possible. Please come join us. <laughs> Perfect. I'm in. I'm in. Awesome. Well, thanks, John. Thanks for joining us. We know it was quick. Uh, we'll let you get back to your pickup game and or any ice and, and rehab you might have afterwards. We will uh, <laughs> hopefully see you around soon. And, and thanks thanks a ton for joining. Appreciate it. Yeah, thanks a lot for having me. And, uh, and keep, keep it going strong, man. It's nice to see a good fan group out there. Definitely. Thanks, we John. Will. Thanks, John. Okay. Take care. Bye. We're back. Thanks to John O'Brien for joining us. Oh, man, you oh, you could say legitimately that he is the reason why I'm a retard. Absolutely. I hate that word, but I'm a nutcase for the U.S. soccer team. He really is. It was great to interview him. Um, yeah, you mentioned the good. Portugal game. We were all watching it together. Yeah, at Ryan Cole's basement, and, am I right? And yes, yes. Do you remember when that goal went in? And Yeah, it's, it's like it is. But, I mean, being from... Middle of fucking nowhere, Nebraska. That guy kicked off what is now the American Outlaws. I would I mean, say so. Literally, I would say so. He did. We it's are incredible. Band, we it's are a bandwagon fan. We we are only fans when we're winning. That Fuck is yeah, fact. that is a fact. Damn right. They lose that game. I'm a France fan today. No <laughs> doubt about it. Casca <laughs> I'm kidding. I remember watching the game when I was like seven years old, and I stayed home while my parents went to the beach in Florida. Yeah, but that's the biggest. That's the first like big moment. That was the time when I was like, I'm in. Like, yeah, I am not. We're not turning back I'm from for here. Real. Yeah. Yeah. Like it, so that was it brought out something that sports don't bring out in me, like that inter- interaction. Is what I meant. <laughs> yeah, right, right. But, and that interview also gave Justin enough time to, to look up that date. <laughs> to look up a date for the Antigua game, which is November fifteenth. So I got a question for you. Hit me. Would you rather watch the Antigua versus Haiti game? Okay. Knowing November fifteenth, knowing that we could be on a yacht to the, one of those going places. to Antigua, probably not Haiti. <laughs> or would you rather watch U.S. Slovenia that day? Ooh. <laughs> I'll go U.S. Slovenia. Is John O'Brien playing? Ooh! Is John O'Brien playing? No. He, you just talk to him. All right, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll go, I'll go U.S. Slovenia. Okay, yeah. So will I. I had a bad experience with the Slovenia fans after the uh, World Cup game. They were saying some bullshit about U.S. whatever. And after? I was, after the game. I was going to say I did before, but not after. I didn't have any problems with them before or afterwards. And and I was right behind them, and they were saying all this shit. And I went up to them. I was like, what the fuck? And they, and they and then they were all nice. And, oh, really we're just story. kidding. Just kidding. Come take pictures. That's how they talk. Wow. <laughs> what? Wow. Yeah. So I have a picture with them, and I look real happy. But I wasn't happy on the inside. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> all right. Anyway. Uh <laughs> It's all good, man. All right. It's all good. Do we need to talk about this note? Sweet. October 30th. We're doing the ball drop in Bastrop, Texas. Now, what happened in Bastrop, Texas that would require a ball drop? We're not talking about puberty. No. (laughs) They were ravaged by wildfires in Texas. Okay. And we joined up with our foundation, Little Feet. We are donating 150 balls, $4,500 worth of soccer balls to the community 
for the children. We are also building a soccer field there for the kids. For the kiddies. So I'm going to say it again. I love doing these PSAs. October 30th, we are giving it's away 150 sick. balls. Brian Hexel is going to be down there. Hexel, again. the man from California, AO uh, chapter guy. He, yeah. no one knows this. He went down there a few weeks ago and met with the mayor of Bastrop. And w- when talking to her about what's going on, she started crying. Not kidding. It's so awesome. It's a cool deal. What's it's going on? It's good to know there. that with American Outlaws and Little Feet teaming up, that, that we are. At least changing some lives to the way that we can, and everything's going to to a good. We're changing lives for the better cause. for once. It's Finally, nice. yeah, yeah. <laughs> we've ruined good. enough lives. <laughs> we're, we're it feels good. We're doing the opposite now. Good for us. It I does. pat us on the back. It feels fucking great, actually. <laughs> yeah, really good. God, we're heroes. Let's go drink. So go to our Facebook page <laughs> and our website, and there's a tab there that you can click on. You just said click like I talk. <laughs> Did I? Mm-hmm. Did I? <laughs> yeah. Replay it. But you got me thinking about this French excursion that we're going to go God, on. We should go on that. I know. How much are tickets? Like six eighty. Six eighty. Crazy low amount. I found a ticket for two hundred and forty dollars round trip. There was to where? To Paris. There was five hundred and ninety-five dollars in taxes and, and fees. <laughs> I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I just clicked on this, got a virus on my computer, and had ninety pop-ups <laughs> because you said it was round trip two forty. That shit's bullshit. Man. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> shit. Oh, I had something funny to say and I totally lost it. Well, that's a good segue, right? That really is. <laughs> are you editing that? Is that what you're talking about? Edit point. Have you ever listened to, <laughs> like, Ron and Fez on XM Radio? No. You know how they have a producer for podcasts? Mm-hmm. Like, rather than just scribbling on a piece of paper in the corner, they could just use the microphone that's right in right, front of their face just and just the chime in. Just cover the microphone and talk. Like, we know that we don't do this for he's a living. He's not behind glass. No, like, he's not. <laughs> we know we don't do this for a living. We're not good at this. We're not even <laughs> pretending to be. We'll tell you we're fucking terrible. We are All best. he has to do to keep the conversation going rather than looking down and scribbling and then us awaiting and, and by what the way, it may or may not say, he could have just used God's not microphone. Legible. No, well, it's you not. You can't read a fucking thing read he writes. No. It's like you can't even read what he types. Have you ever got a text message from this guy? Oh, my God. You can't even read that, much less what he writes. It's amazing that we had a schedule conflict with John O'Brien with the emails fucking Justin writes. I'm fucking <laughs> He should go to France. I think Seriously, the shit that he speaks, they, they would understand. They would. Oh, silly American. Uh, You're cute. God, I hate France. Jesus. Thanks, guys. See? It's not that hard. All right, man. Let's wrap this. You want to get out of here? I think we should. Let's bounce. Is uh, who said it going to be a recurring theme? No, <laughs> no, that's done. <laughs> that is over with. <laughs> it is I'm going to think of a, over with. <laughs> I'm going to think of a new segment for the next one. It's going to be just as hilarious. We're sorry, guys, if you're still listening, but we really do appreciate you. And uh, God, we fucking love you. That's all there is to it. Yeah, thanks. You're who we do this for. Thanks for listening. All six of you. We're going to get back to it, start prepping for the next one. It takes us about a month to get ready. This one goes out to Jimmy Conrad. Am I what right? up, JC? Main man. Retired. What music you get? Take us out with some City City. I want to hear that song again. City City was just on tour uh, in Lincoln, Nebraska a couple weeks ago. We went and saw him. They gave a shout-out to the American Outlaws on stage, which was cool. Yeah, that was cool. I did and, not expect uh, that. And I was a little tipsy, no. and I just yelled. I did, like, the, the, the fist in the air. Yeah! <laughs> Sorry, I just yelled in the mic. But it was that's my natural reaction. That's embarrassing. Like, <laughs> when you don't expect any sort of a shout-out you were, happens, you just do the, like, you were that guy. Yeah! You were that guy. Oh, God. I, I don't look fondly back on it. It really yeah. is embarrassing. Well, no, check him out. City City, we're out of here. Peace.